in a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast, your number one place for the latest news and reviews in TV and film. I'm your host, Brad, and this is co-host Connor T. Hello there. Our last episode of yeah. 2023, another year in flown the by. bank. Has, this one has flown by. I remember us on the podcast going 2023, is huge, etc. and stuff like that. Uh, it was. In, Fairly. It had some shocks. Yeah. The box office, even though the box office done better than 2022. Yeah. It wasn't good for the box office. It wasn't what was expected. Yeah. We're going to do, uh, when we come back in the new year, that's right, we are coming back. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, we are going to do a uh, look back at 2023, uh, best and worst, etc. Yeah. Um, but I'll explain a little bit more about that at the end of the episode. Um, but follow us on Twitter, at Weekly Cut and TikTok. Here's what made the cut this week. We pay respects to the passing of a legend. Uh, we, got, we got an early screening of Rebel Moon before it releases on Netflix, so we'll talk non-spoilers and spoilers later on. We react to the latest trailers for June Part 2, Kung Fu Panda 4, that's right, yep. and Beverly Hills Cop and more. Zack Snyder talks the possibility of carrying on his Justice League story on Netflix from Zack himself, and The Rock shocks Hollywood with his next movie choice. I don't know that. Okay, well, you get oh, yeah, it, mate. That's in our famous segment, Box of Scraps, but I can't wait to talk about that one. Uh, right, yeah, let's get on. Actually, before news, Ooh, my yeah. favourite news segment, yeah. uh, bullshit or not. Now, this is just a little game, just to warm us up. Something in the week that happened in uh, TV and film, and I asked Connor, is this bullshit or not? So George Clooney was asked on the red carpet recently, Will you ever suit up again and become Batman or even Bruce Wayne since yeah. The Flash? Uh, this was his response. Can, can they convince you again? I don't think there's enough uh, drugs in the world for me to go by either. Ooh. Does he mean that? Or is, do you reckon the right money could? Is he bullshitting because of how bad The Flash and his previous Batman was received? Or do you think he is, no, I've done that as a bit of fun? I'm done. I'm George motherfucking Clooney. Mm, I think if you pay him, <laughs> he's going back, mate. I think he is, because I think George Clooney... Yeah, he's I George Clooney. I agree. I agree. <laughs> if someone offers him money, he's off, mate. Yeah, he does it, coffee fucking adverts for a living. Yeah, you always come back to the Nespresso adverts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you know what? I think I agree with Connor. Yeah. That, that may be bullshit. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. It's not that bad of a role about yeah. drugs. Calm yeah. down. Sell out, mate. Chill yeah. out. Uh, okay, bullshit is. No worries. Let's get on with the news. <laughs> Okay, so uh, just to, I'm going to try and be upbeat because he was an absolute legend, yeah. uh, Andre Brower. Um, you most know him from Captain Raymond Holt of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He died last week, age 61, from a brief battle with lung cancer. It's no age, is that it? That is absolutely no age. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was, it, was, it was private between the family, what he was going through, but it, was, uh, it said it was brief, so he obviously got it quite bad. But um, yeah. what a legend. What a legend. And... He is, his comedic genius is Absolute. just underrated. Because that role is so hard. And, I mean, he's been bouncing around in our group chat snippets of Raymond Holt for yeah. years now. Yeah, uh, He's just absolutely brilliant. Um, I, I absolutely adored him. And I, the cast have all come out. It's quite nice to see their tributes. But it was just really sad. Has Andy Samberg come out? I, I haven't seen it I yet. Because I know they were, their relationship 
as we all know, in Brooklyn Nine Nine was father son. Yeah. Um, but they apparently were really like that in real life. So oh. he's probably just taking a bit more time. Maybe I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on his Instagram. Maybe after. Yeah. That is sad, man. Yeah. Sad news. The end of an era. And it's another one. We just had Matthew Perry. Yeah. They seem with some big ones are dropping uh, re- lately, and it's just it's horrendous. I thought that was another big one. Oh, Michael Gambon, obviously another yeah. childhood, uh, another one. But it's just yeah. I mean, get, we'll we'll see what happens, but. I love you, Andre. I thought you was about to say get well soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a bit late for that. A bit late for that. The doctors <laughs> can do it. Uh, but we love you, Andre. It's an absolute shame. Uh, I'm sure Brooklyn Nine-Nine's uh, going to be repeated on Netflix for show. Yeah. Uh, right. Zack Snyder, com, mm. was asked about the campaign from fans who wants DC to license the Snyderverse to Netflix and if he, if, sorry, he would continue it. His response was, and I quote, absolutely, why not? Mm. Do you think it could ever happen? Would you like to see it? I don't think it would ever happen, especially with James Gunn at the, the helm, because I think there'll be too much interference with what DC are planning. Um, what's the second question? Do I want it? Do you want it? No, I don't. I'll tell you why. Tell me because why. the Zack Schneider fanboys and girls <laughs> have ruined it. I don't want them to have anything because they get on my nerves. I kind of agree. Uh, we're huge. Well, we're big fans of Zack Snyder, but yeah, they obviously they went to untold parallel lengths. Um, and there were some really nice Snyder Cut fans. Yeah, uh, but a lot of them are bloody horrible. Quite toxic. Quite toxic. Like Star Wars fans. Yeah, yeah. Not all of them. We don't escape anyone. You, yeah, yeah. You could. You, they're toxic. Um, but yeah, it's a weird one. I completely agree. I think they won't do it because it's will be too confusing. Yeah. Uh, the general audience will be like, well, what one am I following, uh, etc. Yeah. Um, maybe in the future, if DCU, I hope it does, and I think it will become successful with James Gunn. But if it doesn't become successful and it doesn't go the way they want, it might be a way. It might be a win-win for Warner Brothers by saying, look, license them a deal for a one billion pounds or yeah. eight hundred million pounds, whatever. Let him do as many Snyderverse stories, nothing else with DC, only the Snyderverse. Yeah. Um, and then if they people don't like it, well, it was nothing to do with us. It was just to let Zack Snyder finish his story. Yeah. And then we get that chunk of money. Um, and or it's a success and they make even more money. So maybe in the future it's a win win, but there's absolutely no way if I if you're a fan campaigning for that, I'd probably maybe think that there's no way they can rebuild the DCU whilst having Elseworlds as well. Yeah. And also a Netflix Snyderverse yeah. as well as the DCU. And I think let the baton pass in terms of Superman and Batman. Let the younger ones come in and cement their their status as this character. Exactly. Everyone else had their turn. It was brilliant. We loved it. Yeah. Now pass it on. Even me, who's an absolute fanboy with Snyder Cut and stuff. Uh, I mean, I would never say no to anything. Me and you always say that. We won't say no to anything. If you yeah. want to waste your money, it's not my money. <laughs> you, you, you put it out. Mm. And maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. Yeah. But I think the focus just needs to be James Gunn DCU. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Do, do I want it? Probably. But should they? No. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, I tell you what, let's get on with the trailers because there's a lot of them. Ooh. <laughs> you threw me. That was, that was the best soundbite. Uh, ooh. Uh, right, let's kick off with Dune Part 2 because I now, if you've been listening to the podcast, um, then you know Connor has finally watched Dune. It's happened. You, lo- you loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yep. And should I give him my thoughts now? Yeah. Dune part 2? Do it. It looks even better. It does. It, I said to you, this was 
action pack June yep. part one. Yep. And you went, that's not even the half of it. Wait till part two. Based on that trailer, and I'm putting on the TV, it's not on. <laughs> Based on the trailer, it looks superb. It, uh, look, I echo exactly that. It was teased by Dennis Villeneuve for many times now that part two is a is a war movie. Yeah. So the ground has been set, just like Fellowship of the Ring did with Lord of the Rings, just like Harry Potter did with those movies. Anything like a saga-type place like this, it's been set, and now we get to just enjoy there's no need to character. I mean, there's a few new characters. Austin Butler looks fantastic. Yeah. I'm really intrigued by this crazy villain of his. Scary. Uh, very scary. Yeah. Uh, uh, Florence Pugh looks fantastic. Christopher Walken as the like sort of emperor type thing looks great. Yeah. Um, the cinematography, I think it's Greg Frazier again, who's on the Batman and the Mandalorian. Wow. Yep. Uh, the cast, Timothy Charlemagne, just seems to have upped his games and dire. Oh, I, I can't get enough of this. No, and it, this film, I feel like you must see it in IMAX. Yes. It's like Oppenheimer. Yes. You've got to see it in IMAX. I'm away, obviously. I'm on a cruise um, oh, whilst yeah. this comes out. Um, and I think it's 1st of March it comes out. Mm-hmm. Will you wait for me to go IMAX? Uh, no, cancel your cruise. <laughs> cancel your cruise. Well, that's it, mate. What would you do if on the January when we come back on the podcast? I would just let you know I have cancelled. <laughs> I, I will be there. We've lost our deposit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, look, I, I don't know more to say about this. It just looks great. Um, mm. You're starting to, I won't, no spoilers, but you're starting to see Paul Atreides, uh, which is Timothy Charlemagne's character for people that are unsure. You're starting to see that there's more to him which I won't say anything more. Yeah. But the bit when he shouts silence in the um in the in the movie in the trailer, sorry. Uh and yeah. It, it, I think fans are going to be very very surprised. Yeah, buckle up. Buckle up. Strap in. Uh and Hans Zimmer is back. Of course he is. Yeah, uh, of course he's back. Legend. It was different. There was no of the the you know yeah. the, the June thing. It was a new one. It sounded a bit like Avatar. It was great. Yeah. Uh but yeah. I mean, we could talk about this for four hours if you wanted, but we better, we better move on. Yes, move on. Let them cook. Uh, <laughs> right. Kung Fu Panda 4. Are you a fan? Um, I think I've watched the first one. That is that's, sh- it. that's really surprising. Yeah, I've, I've never really had an appetite for it. It's, it's fine. It's one of those films where, I don't know, I can't really get on with DreamWorks apart from Shrek. Shrek's DreamWorks. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only Even one. Even I knew that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's the only DreamWorks I can get on with. I don't really watch any, any like Shark Tale. I don't like that. You're joking. No, I don't like it. Something about them. Hang on, that's got Jack Black in as well. Something's going on here. Maybe I don't like Jack Black. You do like Jack Black, I though. Jack Black. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Dream- I'm, really, I'm really surprised you don't like Shark Tale. That's like an absolute classic. Yeah. Or is it Illumination? No, Minions is, and Despicable Me. I'd like those. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I'm not, not, Fair enough. not keen on I'll be honest, I really love this. Yeah. I really love Kung Fu Panda. I've seen them all. Have you? Yeah. Didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I, really, I love it. you've got on yeah. <laughs> Just Jack Black and a freaking <laughs> panda on it. Uh, look, I, 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 I really like them. And this one, what did you think of the trailer then? Did that... Oh, no. It didn't do nothing for me. I didn't find it funny. Like, there's a few jokes in there. I thought, for maybe for like a younger audience, fine. But where it goes to sneeze and farts, it's just like... Bit on the nose. <laughs> I don't really like that. Uh, I mean, look, fair enough. Uh, the only there's one thing that really fucking pisses me off that if you recognised a certain woman's voice, no, Aquafina again. Oh. Why is she, Disney? Are just I mean, she was in. She was the Ray of the Last Dragon. Yeah, she then was in Shang Chi. She's been in. She was something else recently as well, like a, a yeah, she par- was a, uh, like a bird. She was like a bird or something. And yeah, she was. Oh, was it Little Mermaid? No, 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 it was something anyway. 
but she's mm. always propping up and I can't stand her. I, yeah. I'm sorry. She's not funny. She's not. I don't no. find her funny. Uh, one thing that is good, Viola Davies is the villain. Oh, okay. Um, and she looks, not that this means anything to you because you're an absolute douche and you've not watched the previous ones, yep. but it looks like the villain in this, the chameleon, which is Viola Davies, can, is bringing back the past villains okay. of the other movies. Um, so t- and T-Man oh, I don't know if teaming up or taking their powers I don't know but Connor's not a fan sorry guys I don't know no uh, get in the bin <laughs> fair enough yeah. uh, right let's move on to something I don't know if you like I know you liked it in the past mm. Beverly Hills Cop yeah. Oh, yeah that was not a good year I absolutely adore Eddie Murphy I love him there's a big butt coming all I years. do love him the fact that it's on Netflix you know what? I'll, I'll let this one slide because it's Netflix okay I'd have to pay for it there's some Beverly Hills Cop. Back we'll in see the if day. you let it slide later on. Yeah, the Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> go on, carry on. Beverly Hills Cop back in the day was a different tone to what this is. Completely. This is this seems too action, like an action action film, not like a cop film with action in it. Yeah, and uh, and comedy as well because Beverly Hills Cop was funny. Beverly Hills Cop felt more like a comedy first. Yeah. And action second. Yeah. This feels the other way around. Yeah. And it's an action where, like, the car. I don't know if you notice it, but action in the 90s and now, I know we've moved on, but even in the early 2000s and mid 2000s, action now just seems a bit weird where, like, the cars crash and it's just like a weird camera. If you watch the trailer, you'll see what I mean. It's just weird action. It's, it's probably, you know what? That's a really good point because I feel like. In the old days, in things like Die Hard and Beverly Hills Cop, in those sort of eras of time, they just crashed a car and it didn't have to flip yeah. and explode, etc. Yeah, just crashed the car. Yeah, and that was the stunt, and that's the, they've captured it. Um, yeah, in things like this, we recently had the same issue with um, the film Silent Night with Joel Killerman, where he doesn't speak. And your yeah. issue about that trailer was you hated the car chase scene yeah. because it just looked funny you said the same thing yeah it just looks weird and it's because they're trying cgi i think it is yeah. just crush the cars <laughs> it's fine just crash them you've got money it's fine just, just crash them uh do you know what yeah i really i didn't think of it but you know it's those you're better at those things than me so you've picked that up and now you've said it it's like of course yeah um and that just reminded me of that silent night and and yeah it is a little bit annoying things like extraction are the netflix movie with chris hemsworth are the exception because they just get on with a crash yeah exactly they just yeah. do it but yeah i think you've picked up on something good there but i do want it I was about to say, do you want it though? This film, yeah. this film. Eddie Murphy has not aged, and he's still the same tone and yeah. everything. I love him. I love him. It's just brilliant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I want this. I did note down. It is a lot of action, though. Yes, yeah, so um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt looks like he's jumped in there. He's in the trailer, yeah. and also Kevin Bacon. I don't remember him in the old one, so I assume he's oh. new to the cast. Uh, crack a little duo. Yeah. Uh, right now, to finish off the segment, I'm going mm. straight to you on this because we just watched it fresh before the podcast yeah and i had no idea about it did you no idea <laughs> didn't. no idea we both like a24 though i believe yeah as a company yeah they are absolutely fantastic um what did you think of civil war the movie that just dropped the trailer it looked phenomenal oh. i'm fully on board the first thing i said to you is what a concept for a film because it is so on topic yes and on topic that's the phrase it could happen yeah in america i think it's got i think it's got it yeah and I think, again, we've been crying out and screaming out for fresh new ideas, yeah. and we've got one. Brilliant. And A24 as well. It's just, I mean, I, I think the premise, and we'll, we'll try and work this out together, it looks like Kirsten Dunst, who's 
I haven't seen in a while, so I'm so glad she's uh, sort of doing this. But yeah. she looks to be like the leading a press team. And it's the guy from, from Narcos. Did you notice? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a full-on, as you say, Nick Offerman is the president. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just fan- And it looks like it is a full-on left and right. They've not specified yet. Yeah. He said Western countries. I don't know if that would mean, um, you know... Uh, you know, Republicans or Democrats. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. They probably won't because of backlash. They probably won't allude to what side's what. Yeah. They'll just maybe leave it ambiguous. That's the word. Yeah. So probably leave it ambiguous, but it is extremely borderline and people will probably watch this because it is so on topic, like you say. And I'm fascinated by that trailer. So am I. Yeah. I just think, get me into this world. I don't know what's happened. What's going to happen. Yeah. Who's a, who's a good side? Who's a bad side? It looks bare realistic as well. Yeah, proper. Uh, yeah, look great. Well, I think the last civil war was like Abraham Lincoln, wasn't it? Ready freed the slaves. Yeah, so like this is this is a big thing to talk about. Yeah, like when you put it like that, the last I could be completely wrong here. I'm pretty sure I, I, I am. Right. I just recently watched a film called Abraham Lincoln: The Vampire Slayer. <laughs> well, there you go. Did you know that's an actual movie? No, I did not. I'm not pandering. Jesus Christ. So uh, Andy Mack is in it. Um, but yeah, so I believe that was the last Civil War. So to to do a film about this, which I can't remember many films like that, political based in a current time where it matters. Yeah, yeah. I am extremely fascinated. I think one thing that stuck out to me in that trailer no. is when they're held by gunpoint. And he says, you don't understand, we're American. He says, okay, what kind of American? And that is on point today. Absolutely. You are one American or another. And I feel like people, look, we're not Americans. We we go there a lot, but we're not Americans. Um, But I do feel like people would like to know, know, because I've had this, I've recently just been to America, and you're obviously just going in February, but my mum and dad's neighbours were asking me, they're American, obviously, Mm. and they were asking me like a, like polit- they were asking me political questions, yeah, and it's like I reckon people want to know what type of American you are nowadays so. before you they engage. Yeah, um, did you know that guy was as well? Is that Jesse Plemons? Yeah, I thought he was. Yeah, he yeah. he loses weight, did he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirsten Dunst's husband. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, look I, again, I've nothing more to say. A twenty four. Yep. Does this look great? Yep. Yep. All for it. All for it. Uh, right. Uh, it's time. Oh. Uh, just as I said up top, me and Connor went to go see a, a screening of Rebel Moon up in London. Mm-hmm. The wine was flowing. It was a lovely evening. It was, yeah. The Christmas lights were out of London. Yeah. It was fantastic. Um, now, what we're going to do is a bit of non-spoilers because we, we obviously appreciate a lot of the people, especially our followers on Twitter, etc., and listeners here. You won't have seen it yet, and you probably won't see it until Thursday, Friday. I think it comes out on Thursday um, on Netflix, so a few days early, this podcast. So we're going to do some non-spoilers and then we'll do a big, massive spoiler warning when we just want to get into some gritty bits. Yeah. Um, but let me just do some background really quickly before I go to Connor for his initial thoughts. Mm. Uh, Zack Snyder wrote this script a decade ago for a Star Wars movie, but Lucasfilm saw it as too dark. So fast forward to 2023, he's making it his own original IP, building out a franchise for Netflix, as he's doing also with Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Yeah. Okay. which I think I read that he said they're in the same universe. Oh, yeah, We'll move on. Yeah. Um, I love you, Zach, but wow. <laughs> uh, right, synopsis really quickly. Uh, when a colony on the edge of the galaxy finds itself threatened by the armies of the tyrannical regent Balasieris, they dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighbouring planets to help them take a stand. Yep. I guess that's what we got. I suppose so. I yeah. guess that's what we got. Yeah. Um, 23% critic score, 
72% audience score. Mm. Obviously not great. Not great at all. Yeah. Um, now, we love Zack Snyder. Love him. What did you think of this movie? I usually take the critic score with a pinch of salt. As we, yeah, as we do. I think they've got to bang them. <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> I absolutely... And, and I don't want to be nasty... That'll be spiteful. Look, this is your platform, Connor. Yeah. Look, we you've you've said it up top. You like Zack Snyder. Yeah. We love him. We love all his movies. I think we both agree we got this one wrong. So you yeah. go and say whatever you want. I absolutely despised this <laughs> film. I so good on that. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I think it was terrible. Oh, such a shame. Yeah, and I I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. And we come out of the screening and we looked at each other and we went. That's a stinker. That is an absolute stinker. It's so disappointing. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I look. I mean, we're going to get into it. Maybe we'll figure out what happened. I don't think we're going to have the answers, but yeah. we will get into maybe what, where where this just where it just didn't feel like Zack Snyder. Yeah. Um, and that's what really surprised me the most about this movie. Um, so as as I said, the critics are are panning it. It seems to be a massive jump between and difference of opinion between audience and critics, like most of his movies. So yeah. there's something going on there, which we haven't got all day to figure out. But um, right, let's start with the story and the script and the dialogue. Yeah. That for me, and I know you fucking hated it, the yeah. script was the worst part. The dialogue is like laughable. Yeah. We laughed. We did, yeah. And there's one point where we couldn't control the laughter. <laughs> And I said to you... But it wasn't a funny moment. No, it wasn't. It was a serious moment. And I said, it's like a seven-year-old had, had written a script. He legit said that. With the assistance of AI. I just don't know what... I, I can't see how the actors could have read that script and thought, this is good. I, look, I completely agree. I'm, I'm laughing, but it is, I'm shocked. Yeah. It's not, I'm not laughing to dig because I, you know, I don't want a fan here to be excited for it because you might well love it. Yeah. Um, and if you do adore Zack Snyder... You, you may feel that you love it because the, the fans in our screening screamed and cheered at the end. Yeah. Um, but us speaking as Zack Snyder fans and movie critics, it did not feel the tick the boxes for, I'd say, 95% of what makes a good movie. Yeah. And that's such a shame. Um, we'll talk about some parallels maybe with Dune because, and Star Wars, I guess, as well, because obviously that's the most obvious comparison. But yeah. even his action, I wouldn't let me speak about his action sequences. Um, Zack Snyder's known for really good action. Yeah. And he can do it on Netflix because we've had Army of the Dead yeah. and it was good on that. But I well think he, he leaned to... Now, we know he loves slow-mo. Yeah, we're not, we're not, no. you know, we're not noobs. We know yeah. that. But he leaned too heavy on the slow-mo and there's bits where he didn't need it. And at the wrong times. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah he didn't need it. And it, the slow-mo just didn't save it. Yeah, some bits look cool, but it just, it didn't say, it wasn't enough to save it. I completely agree. And what's annoying is... That's Sophia Patello who plays Cora, the main actress. Mm. I know she's good. Like I know she's good at like martial arts and that. So maybe just let her do some good choreography and let her do some fast hand movements. Like I'm thinking of Chris Evans at the top of my head in Winter Soldier. Yeah, it doesn't all need to be slow mo. Um, yes, that's your signature trademark, and we love that about you. But like in Three Hundred, you balanced it absolutely perfect. Yeah, and. Yeah. The balance was so off, and that's what that's what killed me the most is the action sequences because that's what Zack Snyder nows. Yeah, it's like he, it's like himself. I was getting the sense that he himself had no confidence in his action sequences, so he thought pepper it with slow mo <laughs> because the fans love it. I love doing it, so put as much in as possible and see if it saves it. That's a good point. It didn't save it. There is. We're going to talk about us in in the spoiler segment. My my 
favourite scene. Mm. I don't believe there was any slow-mo in it. So yeah. we'll talk about that. Um, so for now, I mean, let's talk about the story then. We've just mentioned the script and how bad it was, the action sequences. Um, the story I, I've put down here was like a mix between the Seven Samurai and the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So because she is, the synopsis, Cora is assembling the Avengers. She, yeah, she is. Because her village is getting robbed for food. For their for the wheat. And and for some reason that's the galaxy's problem. That's what I don't understand. The story building, the story building was poor. Yeah, I think the story was quite bad. It could have gone any other way than this. I agree, man. Could have, like took over the planet. That would have been better, not just a small village. And then they're living completely under the tyranny of the mother world, which yeah. is supposed to be the empire. Yeah. That would have been better. I agree. But the, sto- the story was poor, and the story building was terrible. And I just think I had no. There was times where I didn't work Connection, you had no connection. No connection to any character at all. That's exactly what I put. Yeah. Well, you just mentioned it. Let's let's stay on before, because I want to stay on the non-spoilers a little bit for a second. Um, you just mentioned there about no connection and the story building. Yeah. That's, I take my original statement back where I said the dialogue was the worst part, the story building was. Yeah. And the cast, for example, really, really good fucking cast. Yeah, it is. And they were wasted. Maybe they're not in part two. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they're not in the Snyder Cut, which we know is a thing that Netflix will release at some point. Yeah. Which is, just baffles me. Yeah. Just release it now. That's a playoff. <sighs> anyway, um, so we had Sophia Patella as Cora. We had Charlie Hunnam, which everyone likes, mm. as Kai. We had Digimon Honsu, the absolute goat, uh, who is like, I'm sure, could you Google it actually? How old is Digimon Honsu? Well, because Con, I mean, how big was he? <laughs> he was massive. <laughs> Like, I'm not even joking. Is the biggest I've ever seen him for anything. Right, he is. I'm saying 64. I'm going to go 64. Oh, no, he's 59. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, I thought but he was older than that. I thought he was in his 60s. But still, 59. Yeah, he's massive. Absolutely wamp. Yeah. Um, we also had Ed Skirin, who was the Deadpool villain. He played the right-hand man to the Emperor. He was the, he was the villain in this movie. Yeah. You had Anthony Hopkins as Jimmy the Robot. Um, which we'll get onto that in spoilers, (laughs) because that made no (laughs) sense. Um, But look, what a cast. And I was not... I mean, Sophia Patella got the most. She's the star. So I was somewhat connected. Yeah. Somewhat. I can't give you any more than that. But was not connected to any one of those at all. No, couldn't get... And Ray Fisher was in it as well. Ray Fisher, yeah. Couldn't get this, baby. Forgot about him. Yeah, exactly. Forgot about and. I couldn't tell you any of their names. <laughs> no. I could only tell you Nemesis. That's the only one I can say. <laughs> Do you know why? Because Nemesis Inferno in full part. <laughs> you thought of full part. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, they're, they're the big issues with this movie. Yeah. Um, there are, I, I would probably go out on a limb and say, I think the visuals are good. Yeah. I'd be interested to see how this plays back on Netflix, on a, you know, a big screen, 4K, etc. We was up London in a you know a theatre screen, so it wasn't like a movie cinema or anything like that. Yeah. So I don't think we got the full effects, but what I was looking at when the ships were flying, it looked quite good. It did look quite good, yeah. I've, so I'll give it I'll give it that. Um, but yeah, other than good points, I really am struggling. I couldn't, I couldn't give it any. Uh, apart from that, maybe the visuals, but I can't confirm. I've seen some stills online and they look good, but that's a still yeah. on screen in, in motion. Does it look good? Probably, but yeah. don't. Uh, look, maybe the Snyder cut is better. We'll, we'll get, we're going to get onto some, some bits. We, would that have helped? We're going to maybe answer that question later on. Mm. Will it help? Sorry, once we see a bit more. Yeah. With that dialogue, I'm not sure. Uh, so, <laughs> but for now, what is your rating? 
out of 10 for this. Out of 10. And and remember, look, you you whilst you think about it, Con, for the listeners, mm. we I, let me just please reiterate, we are fans of Zack Snyder. We love him. We could name you so many of his movies we adore. 300, Watchmen, Man of Steel. Yeah. We love them. But just didn't now this one no. and that's why they're going to be low these scores <laughs> yeah they are but it's for the purpose of loving movies yeah i think i will give it i think i'll have to give it a two <laughs> legit i know that's the lowest score i think i've ever done um since new mutants I was, I was just about to say i think new mutants we gave it a two yeah and i can't give it a one and that i'm giving it a two purely on the visuals are possibly okay but I can't think of anything good about this film. And I do love Snyder, but this this was a poor film. Drop the ball, Snyder. Yeah. Drop the ball. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I'm pretty much with you. I had I had three down, but it does yeah, it's it's low. For me and Connor, yeah. it's low either way. Yeah. We don't always agree on things as well. So for me and you both to walk out that cinema and have a two and a three as a Zack Snyder two hundred mil sci-fi epic blockbuster yeah i'm shocked yes it's a shame it is such a shame yeah uh shall we hit the spoiler warning let's go now that'll be time codes in description because they say you haven't seen it yet so come back afterwards if you don't want to spoiler my g my g uh look gloves are off now con um i'm just going to talk about some of the best parts and the worst parts yeah. uh, i'm just gonna get the best part one done uh, i did think the one-on-one fight between cora and the villain um, up on that, you know, the sky full bit. Yeah, I thought that was really brutal. Yeah. and there was no, I, can't, I don't remember slow motion in it. I just remember hand to hand combat, breaking of arms, etc. Yeah, and that felt that I'm drawn to that sort of violence in movies. That's why I think I liked the Batman a lot, etc. Watchmen. Yeah, if people that love Watchmen, which is also Zack Snyder, it reminded me of um, Rawshanks fighting in that where he's just breaking people's arms and stuff. Um, so yeah. That I really, really did like. Yep. Um, the little action bit before that's pretty cool. You know, when Ray Fisher dies, yeah. um, we're in the spoiler warning, so yeah, yeah. he's dead. When Ray Fisher dies, that wasn't a good death, but that little action sequence um, was quite cool with the, the sort of gunfight, etc., and what leads to that one-on-one fight. But then my worst scene yep. is what comes before that, which I'll talk about in a second, uh, just before that. Uh, any, any good scene for you? Um, I think the final fight was a good scene. I have to give that. I think we both leaned each other went pretty good. Yeah. And I did like as well at the beginning when the main character shoots those people in the barn when they're about to um, rape that young lady. Yes. And she basically, and you think, okay, this is who she is, what she's about. Yeah. It set her up good, I think. I thought, right, here we go. There's someone here. And even the robot, Jimmy, when he's, you think he's holding the gun, but he fires the gun because he's lined it up because he's a robot. He's lined it up. He's done the algorithm and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, finally a little bit of good, goodness. Yeah, so I was, yeah, it's pretty much where it, you know, it ended. I've just named yep. the two probably only good scenes in it. Yeah. Um, look, so I want to talk about because it it really does help explain why this movie's bad in what Connor said about the story building. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that scene where, as I said, the Avengers have been assembled. Yeah, fully, fully assembled. They're people that are. Um, want to go against the mother world, aka the empire, for whatever reason, loss of family or for money or greed or war, whatever. Mm. So they've assembled them, and then at one point in the third act, they are captured with those scorpion 
yeah. type devices, which I quite liked. They were quite cool, Cause yeah. Because it's, it's different. It was original. That's where Zack Snyder shines because it's strange. Yeah. And they, they sort of like paralyze you and stuff like that. So they capture you. And all of the Avengers, we'll call them, are captured bar one of them for some reason. Did they run out of scorpion things? They had loads. They had loads. Boxes knocking about. They had loads. Yeah. So why was this fa- the farmer in it? I can't remember his name. Why was he not tied up as well in one of those things? Yeah. Lazy writing. Then they give him the gun to do it, where he then uses the gun to free them all. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Which I don't, you know, I don't associate with Zack Snyder. Yeah. Um. And then j- just while I end this, he then goes round the villain and speaks to individually and goes like, "Ah, the farmer." Da-da-da-da-da. And it's like he's saying this and I'm not trying to mug it off he's saying this like we should know yeah. as if we've seen something that maybe we've not been seen the movie has not shown us yeah um, and it's like baffling how bad that bit is because I'm, we're supposed to be connected as the audience and it's shocking it's really bad yeah and I, I think it would have played better if Charlie Hunnam's character spoiler he's the turn and he goes bad which I thought was quite good actually I thought that was cool yeah but I, I thought it might have been good <clears throat> excuse me to see, his, like, <laughs> to see him as like a bit of a weasel character and they escape and he escapes on the ship and gets out of there and then we see him in part two but now he's dead yeah he's gone done yeah, yeah. finished so that, that's his character done we just met him don't know who he is just met him in a bar and now he's dead and we're supposed to care do you know what I didn't even think of that yeah. I forgot about he died yeah he, he's done and I, my, one of my worst scenes is and again it's a story building we go to a planet where this weird little fish Jar Jar Pink style character is and we see Ray Fisher's character with his army and he gives the most passionate speech I think in the whole film. I remember you really annoyed at this bit. And I'm sitting there thinking who are these people? Yeah. Why do they care? It's just, one is just a village with wheat let them go, it doesn't matter. You don't even know these people. And who is Ray Fisher? Are you the king? Are you... I don't know who you are, what you're doing. We just keep getting told about this brother and sister blood axe or yeah. something like that. And it's we, we need we need more than that. It was exactly the same with Digimon Honsu. We go to this world to meet this great, impressive general Titus, I think he's called, who used to you'd be a general for the mother world, yeah. uh, the Empire. Um, and you don't he, he doesn't speak to you. He just sort of is drunk and then he mumbles and then goes, oh, I'll join. Yeah. And <laughs> As we get there, you see this massive coliseum, and it's kicking off. And you think, "Get me in there." He must. Th- that I would. Sh- that's got to be. Would you think in, be the, in the Snyder cut in quotes? Yeah. Because yeah, it, it felt odd, man. Yeah. And they all just joined up to the Avengers so easy and without warrant. And that's why I quite liked the Charlie Hunnam's portrayal because I liked when he looked at her and said, "You have no idea," because she used to be. Um, so I don't know if I've mentioned that Cora used to be a high-ranking general as well, I believe, yeah. for the Mother World. So she destroyed worlds with that army. Yeah, and obviously he hates her, but doesn't let that on. And he's like, "You just, you know what they've done to my planet." Yeah, and so he has general hate. So I understood his motivations for betraying her. Yeah, that's why I quite liked that twist. Um, but yeah, we did. I don't know who he is though. Yeah, we've got no background. <laughs> we, don't, we just saw him in a bar with a cloak over his head. I just remembered something me and Connor were laughing around at this bit. There's a in the movie as well, um Charlie Hunnam turns to the, the main character, Cora, and they're having a bit of a flirt on the ship. I, to my belief, I've, that's the first time they speak alone. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And he goes to her, Cora, you keep talking like this way, you're gonna um turn me into a good man. 
Um, and I looked at you and I said, like, this is the first time they've spoken. <laughs> is he a bad man? Like, introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who you are, mate. I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, and something back to Connor to see what Connor thinks about this, because I felt like it. You just mentioned the bar scene. Yeah. Um, do you think he tried too hard to make it wacky and alien and... Yeah, he did. Because it was like, you did you go at one point? Shot. Shot, look at this. Shot, look at that. Yeah, legit that. We walk into this bar and it's like the cantina in quotes. We see a shot of uh, a weird alien looking thing and then the immediate shot after is another one. And We go about six or seven times. It's like, we get it. It's a weird place. You don't have to... You're shoving it in our face. Just yeah. let it flow naturally. But he was like... All right, Star Wars, you know what my film? Have this. Yes. It, it felt like that. And on one hand, I'm praising it um, because Star Wars of late, me and Connor have said this on the podcast, Star Wars of late, there's no aliens. No. It's yeah. like every country or world they go to with Andor and Kenobi and all that it is just humans in like different clothes. Yeah. Um, so I get that. Um, and it was good to see some prosthetics as well, as well as CGI but it handled, as Connor just explained well, it was handled poorly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've not got much to say left. Uh, do you want to talk about the robot? Yeah, shall we? I think that annoyed you a lot. Yeah, it did. Explain what was going on. So this robot who was a warrior with the mother world and then they got reprogrammed, did they? Voiced by Anthony fucking Hopkins. Massive. So yeah. what a waste. Yeah. I think he's going to be big in part two, but for now we're judging this movie. So then he... He's getting like bullied by the Motherworld army, and he's part of them, by the way, but because they're lesser now. Yeah, he goes to the water to wash himself off, and a lady gives him a little flower. Is it a crown immediately? A crown of flowers. A crown of the... flowers immediately. He gets a little crown of flowers. And then I think, next... he, I think he liked it. I think he liked it. Yeah, <laughs> but he moved too human-like for me. Wasn't robot enough. The CGI looked good. Yeah, but yeah, it. Um, yeah, I would say too too human-like. Yeah. which I know it's probably advanced. But I would like to, yeah. I a think I agree bit. with you there, yeah. And then next time we see him, he's got the gun in his hand and he takes a shot and kills the the army geese. Oh, excuse me. Hickles. That was going to rape the girl rape the that girl. gave him the flower the crown. The flower crown. And then he runs off. So the town doesn't know he's done this. The only person who knows it is the main character yeah. and the young girl. I and mean, she was busy getting out of there. Yeah, she was. She was gone. Yeah. So he runs off last we see him. Next time we see him, it is the very end. An hour and a half later. Yeah. When the Avengers are walking on horseback. <laughs> all on horseback to this well, village. Yeah, yeah. And they say, oh, beautiful place to die. This is home. They've never been there before in their lives. None of them. The Scorpion King blokes have never been there. Yeah. None of them have. And then we see the robot just with a crown in his head and a sphere looking all majestic. Is he the king now? Yeah. What's he done in that period? Because I don't think it was a very long period. No. Nah, <laughs> seemed pretty fucking sure <laughs> maybe a couple of days um but yeah i just I, I don't that is the perfect example of why we're annoyed because we were both really looking forward to this yeah. but how does that make sense what we've just what connor just explained there is absolutely accurate how do you see something at the start of the movie which maybe would build to something we don't know yeah and then you see him at, at the, the very last image of the movie yeah no explanation that, that doesn't make me go, oh, I need part two now. That makes me go, what the fuck? Who's that? And it sounds like I've explained it poor, but that is it. Exactly how you'd explained it yeah, is what just that happened. That is it. So you're as confused as I am now. And I know I have heard that he's a big character in the, the second one. I have heard this. He narrates it as well. I think Andy Hopkins is narrating the story or whatever. But mm. but um, yeah, it just that, that sums it up perfectly. It's just, what is that? 
Yeah. I don't get it. Um, and they also done Darth Vader with the villain at the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I don't want to say that. Was an, um, that was too much of a rip-off. Yeah. And I think you said immediately Darth Vader then. Yeah, I just... <laughs> so, yeah, he gets badly beaten. I think an arm and a leg goes <laughs> just like Darth Vader. I think Darth Vader loses both legs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, an arm and a leg goes, he's dead pretty much. And then he's saved by this sort of, you know, he gets induced and stuff like that, just like Darth Vader. Yeah. And then screams when he's awakened, just like Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And he's obviously going to be the villain in the next one as well. Um, I'm glad I like the actor. So I'm glad obviously he's hanging around and mm. maybe he gets a bit more to play with as the villain, but it was just, it did I get it just didn't work. No, it didn't. The whole film was a real letdown. Just for my summary, I think now I think we've this is we're the architects of our own downfall. I think nice saying with the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut. Everyone was obsessed with it, and everyone protests and protests, and then they got it. So I think what Netflix are doing now is they've made a film, they've put this shit cut together, and thought chuck that out. It's fine. We'll make money of it. It's fine. People will protest, release a Snyder Cut. Because we all know already there's a Snyder Cut. It's three hours long. It's R-rated. We know it. <coughs> Excuse me. Very true. Yeah. Very true. So people are going to be screaming out and they go, oh, okay, you win. We'll put this out. And then we'll get this. And it'll probably be a better film. You said that to me in the toilet when we was having a little wee-wee. Yeah. <laughs> after we had a lot of wine and beer that night. Yeah. And you said that to me and... I actually agreed with you in a mental way. So what kind of was basically saying exactly what you just said is, do you reckon they've done that purposely? The, mm. Because is it a PR stunt is what I'm trying to say. And what, what you were saying the other night, is it a PR stunt? Because people are going to watch this when this drops on Thursday and Friday, it's Zack Snyder. It's a 200 million budget movie. There's not much out at the minute yeah. other than Wonka and Aquaman. People will sit down over the Christmas period and watch Rebel Moon. Yeah, they will. They might not like it like me and you, because there's a lot of people that don't like it, but people will watch it and then, and maybe sign up for it as well. Mm. And then, is it just going to get fans talking, oh, so like it's, it's annoying, release the Rebel Moon Snyder cut. Yep. Does it just keep the conversation going? Did they plan this? Yeah. I think they did. But I think, for me especially, the damage is done. So if they release another cut, a longer cut, I'm not watching it. Yeah. Because I think I've just sat through two hours of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not risking another three hours because it, it turns into a risk. I also don't know where it would mass. It would only massively help the story building aspect. The problem with the script and the the dialogue won't change. I don't think. Yeah, it will help situations in my belief because I feel like we know Zack Snyder. I feel like Digimon Honsu's character, for example. Maybe if you got like ten more minutes of him, yeah, his character would make a little bit more sense. Why is he a drunk? Did he lose his daughter? Or uh, do, you, do you get what I mean? Was he treated badly, left yeah. leaving the army? Has he been in the, the gladiators fighting for 10 years? And maybe you get a little bit more backstory in that. And, and, and the nemesis. robot nemesis, yes. So yeah, assassinate. Because she's assassinated all the higher profile <laughs> ranking officers. Let us see that. Yeah. So maybe that would help yeah. in that aspect. But I don't know if it would turn it into a good movie, though. I, I no. don't know. And like. I, it does turn to a risk, and I think I'm not going to risk three hours of my life no. to sit through it and think, yeah, it's still bad. Hasn't look, done anything. Look, if it drops, I'll bite the bullet for us, and I'll watch it. Yeah, please. Uh, and we'll, we'll, maybe we'll see if that does help. Um, but yeah, we'll end it on that. Connor gave it a two, and I gave it a three out of ten. 
how we've explained it, I'm pr- you, if you haven't seen it yet and you just stay stuck around for the spoilers anyway, you could probably understand why we wasn't fans, but we'd be really, really interested to see what you guys think when it does drop. Yep. We'll be asking your opinions um, on that when it does on Thursday. Um, but for now, it's not a recommend from the weekly cut. Absolutely not. No, I wouldn't waste your time. Enjoy your Christmas. We never say that. No, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll say We're big Netflix. movie fans, man. Yeah, and we say it's on Netflix. Watch it. It's free. I wouldn't even bother. I wouldn't recommend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's such a shame. Um, Zach, you can't, I suppose you can't hit all home runs, can you, mate? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to what is on our screens. Tell me! The segment where me and Connor let you know what we're watching or reading or doing, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. What are you watching? Um, I am watching. I told you to watch the Stranger Things play, didn't I? No, not on the podcast. You have haven't. Not. No. Yes, I, watched Strange, I saw a Stranger Things play. And it was very, very, very good. Are you? There was rumours you're saying 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Well, like production, story, everything. Yeah. And Jeez. and the way the way it's, um, the acting's really good, the, the staging's really good, the story's good, and it ends as it begins in... That's extremely in, cool. Yeah, it's so good. We are going in January. Um, we're booking our tickets this week. I cannot wait. You've hyped me up. Yeah. You win. You, you will love it. Better <laughs> than Harry Potter's stage show. Yeah. Fair play. Sure. I wasn't a massive fan though, so yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not that. That doesn't for me. That doesn't mean anything at the minute because me and Jade were very disappointed. Yeah. But losers, I'm, <laughs> we are loser kids. <laughs> I'm extremely excited. Anything else on your screen? Um, being very busy. It's Christmas party season. Extremely busy. I watched Home Alone last night. Fresh. Had to get it in yeah. tonight. Jingle all the way. Oh, watching. what bang We've got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation to watch. Unreal. That's your favorite. I swear that's, that's why. Yeah, all time favorite. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I've, I've I've been busy like you. It's been really really busy period. Uh, I've been watching Reacher season two though. Obviously got massive fan base. That very good. Yeah. That Alan Richardson is a, probably going to be the new action star. He is massive. Yeah, he is big boy. <laughs> he is massive. Yeah. Do you remember him in Fast X? Yes, he, I do. He was the twist when he. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. How'd you miss him? Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> sitting in the. We well, said he was just sitting in a big massive blue suit. Yeah. Not many six foot five blonde people walking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I've got. So shall we move on to a quite a good box of scraps segment? Yeah. Box of scraps. Do you want to take it first? I have no scrap, and I'm very excited to hear your scrap. Okay, I've got two, and they're quite juicy. Yeah. This one I'm not sure about, so I'm interested what you think. Um, James Gunn himself has confirmed that the Arkham Asylum series that's Mm. coming on HBO Max, like the Penguin, um, that's going to be set in the DCU, um, and Matt Reeves is producing. Now, why I'm a little bit confused, I don't like this, is because he's also come out and said... Matt Reeves was the one that said, when all this was changing on, he said, the Batman, my the Batman, yep. is not going to be part of your um, thingy. Yeah. And they said, fair enough. So it wasn't actually their decision. They maybe probably wanted Robert Pattinson to become the Batman. Yeah. In the, it sounds like they did want that in the Justice League, in the new DCU. Matt Reeves said, nah, my own verse. And yeah. they went, cool, fair enough, you've got the keys. Um, but they obviously like him so much that he's going to be doing some batman-related things for the dcu it's just so confusing yeah it gets muddled i don't like that no i don't and i think okay we know the tone for the dcu is going to be a bit lighter it's a bit friendly a bit fun for the all the audience yeah so an arkham asylum series well that's hbo you want it to be a bit dark you want it to be dark matt reeves universe dark how the penguin looks like it's going to be yeah we're not going to get that now no that's a shame that's a big shame i think it's working, and you know it's going to work. Yeah. So just leave it in Elseworlds. It's almost like exactly what you just said. It's almost like a 
a, a rainy day, what they call it, I don't know what they'd call it in America, I'm trying to think of a phrase, but a rainy day, which basically means you've got something, in case your main thing fucks up, you've got a little rainy day thing to yeah. fall back on. Yeah. Um, a, a full plan, a full backup, whatever. Um, so let Matt Reeves do the Batman universe, Matt yeah. Reeves verse, and you try and crack out a good DCU. Give yeah. it your best go. But if it doesn't, you've got fans for the Batman. Yeah. It sounds like a power play. Yeah. It sounds like, okay, you've got your Batman. I'm having that. Do you see? And you're doing it. Because you're good. You helped me out. And he's yeah. like, let me focus on this. But anyway, yeah. I just thought I'd drop that in because people are a little bit confused about that. Now, this is the uh, shocking one. It's The Rock. Mm. Um, it's A24 again, which is really excites me. That's right. That's yeah. why it's shocking. Connor's, Connor's face. <laughs> uh, you're thinking The Rock, A24? Yeah, that's right. Um, the Rock will star in The Smashing Machine. Mm. It's a true story about the MMA fighter Mark Kerr. Um, and they look very alike. He's massive. Okay. Um, and I think it's a bit of a, you know, one of those stories. Yeah. You know, true story in that. Um, now, show us you can act The Rock. Now's your time to shine. People are saying this is, like, they, it went to meltdown the internet because you would not associate The Rock with A24. Yeah. You just wouldn't. Yeah. It's, it's arty. It's an art yeah. company. It's not a blockbuster thing or anything like that. Um, so yeah, it's. I am extremely, extremely excited. Yeah, I, 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 have, I trust. I have faith. I was about to say. I think he's got it in him. Yeah, I do. I think he can do it because I think he's quite versatile in what he can do, and I think he's never had the opportunity to show off what he can. I completely do. agree. John Cena has, and especially Dave Bautista has. Yeah, they've been given opportunities by big directors, M Night Shyamalan with um, Knock on the Cabin for Dave Bautista, all yeah. the other things not just the big guy. And I think like The Rock could... Uh, I'm going to look into this Mark Kerr story, but it's set, from what I'm reading, it sounds like it's a good one. So yeah, it's uh, good oh, luck The Rock, man. Yeah, I can't wait. That, yeah. yeah, well done. A24, man. Yeah. Uh, right, that brings us to the end of this episode. That's it for 2023. Yeah. We are done. Uh, 2024, especially 25, we've got a big few years coming up. Hollywood needs to get back on track. Yeah. We'll be back in the new year. We're going to be doing a 2023 roundup, the best and worst. We'll be asking you, the followers, and uh, on Twitter and the listeners here of what yours was and read them out on the podcast, followed by another episode of the I Love Them Ones. It's the what's to come. Yeah, they're it's good. It's TV, movies, what is to come in 2024. Yeah. Uh, we'll bring all that back in the new year. But for now, it's a sort of a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And thanks for listening. Yeah, and thanks for having us in your ears.